You're listening to Life with Impact. Join us as we continue to rediscover the heart of Jesus together. Hey, Impact, Ronnie here. Thank you for joining us today. Today we're continuing with our Summer Vibes series. We're continuing with part three of our five-part teaching part of the series. And what we're doing is it's a summer series. So over the course of the summer, we're looking at five different things that we normally associate with summer and looking at how do they compare as metaphors to doing life with Jesus. Right. So a couple of weeks ago, we kicked it off talking about how when we think of summer, we think of rests, breaks, vacations. Right. We talked about that. And then we talked about how that correlates to God giving us rest and Sabbaths and that they're meant for us to, to be used regularly, to take regular um, breaks and uh, Sabbaths so that we can pace ourselves throughout life. Otherwise, we're in danger of burning ourselves out. Right. And then last week. Kevin talked about when we think about summer, we think about getting a tan <laughs> and uh, we talk about he talked about how when we spend time in the sun, we change right physically. And there's all these benefits to, to spending time in the sun. But how that correlates to doing life with Jesus is that when we spend time with the sun, right, Jesus Christ, when we spend time with the sun, we change also. Right. Incredible message last week. So I encourage you, if you miss any part of the message, go ahead and check it out on YouTube anywhere that podcasts are streamed. It's an incredible message. And then today we're going to continue with talking about sandy beaches. Sandy beaches. I love the beach. Beaches are fun. Beaches are great. Uh, The beach, um, I love to spend time at the beach, love to relax, love to get a tan, love to spend time with family, love to spend time with friends, right? When I think of summer, I think of the beach, the sandy beach, and I love to get in the ocean, you know, spend time at the lake, those kind of things, right? But but of course, spending time at the beach, at the sandy beach, it's so fun for me too. But one of the things I thought about when I think of the beach is, tell me if this has happened to you too. You're leaving the beach, you had a great time, you had fun, and you're leaving and you're walking out and you get sand stuck in your shoe. <laughs> it's the worst, right? Because what happens? What do you got to do when you get sand stuck in shoe? You got to take your shoes off, Right, you gotta take your shoe off. You gotta flip it upside down. You gotta pat the bottom of the shoe. <laughs> all that stuff. You gotta dump the sand down, dump the sand off. You gotta wipe off your feet too. Right, all that stuff just to get the sand off your shoe. Right, you gotta shake the sand off your shoes. That's what we gotta do. Right, we gotta shake the sand off of our shoes. And actually, as it correlates with life with Jesus, Jesus also talked about similar situations in which we might have to shake the dust off of our shoes. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. We're going to be in one of the biographies of Jesus, looking at that exact situation where Jesus told his disciples, his followers, when this situation happens, if this happens, you're going to want to need to shake the dust up off your shoes. So I love that. We're going to talk about that today. We're going to be in the book of Luke, one of the biographies of Jesus in chapter nine. And we're going to look at this story about how Jesus sends his disciples, how he gives them clear instructions. Part of those clear instructions was Don't be alarmed if sometimes you got to shake the dust off your shoes. Let's take a look at that and look at three things that we can learn from Jesus and from these instructions and apply to our lives. Let's check this out. So Luke chapter nine, verses one through six, that section right there. I'm going to read it and then we're going to break it down in bite sized pieces, one point at a time. 
So it says this in Luke chapter 9, verse 1 through 6. It says, One day Jesus called together his 12 disciples and gave them power and authority to cast out demons and heal all diseases. And he sent them out to tell everyone about the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. He said, Take nothing for your journey, he instructed them. Don't take a walking stick, a traveler's bag, food or money or even a change of clothes. Wherever you go, stay in the same house until you leave town. And if a town refuses to welcome you, shake its dust from your feet and leave to show that you have abandoned those people to their fate. So they began their circuit of villages, preaching the good news and healing the sick. That's a lot. We're going to unpack that one point at a time. The first thing, the very first thing that we learn from Jesus and from these instructions is that for us in our lives, when it comes to shaking off the dust off our shoes, we have to, number one, do the disciples work. We have to do the disciples work. Jesus was sending them out on mission. He was giving them a task. He was telling them something to do and he gave them instruction. Let's look at that again. It says in verses one and two, he says, one day Jesus called together his 12 disciples and gave them power and authority to cast out demons and to heal all diseases. Then he sent them out to tell everyone about the kingdom of God and healing the sick and how to heal the sick. And then at the end, verse six, so they began their circuit of villages, preaching the good news and healing the sick. What we see here is that for us, we're supposed to do what they did, do the disciples work. When it comes to preaching the gospel, we have to emulate what Jesus did. We have to do their work. They were going out into the cities, going out into their areas, building community. Jesus, one of his last words was that he said we should share the good news, the Great Commission. We should make disciples. We should go out and tell people that God loves them. Tell people that God died for them. We should go out into our communities. And we should make friends. We should build communities. We should tell people about doing life with Jesus, right? We're supposed to do that. We're supposed to do God's work. The disciples told the people who Jesus was. That's what they knew. That's the man who they've been hanging out with for a long time. They went out and told people about Jesus. They went out and told people about what Jesus did. They told people about what they saw. They told people that God loves them. They told people that God die, is going to die for them, right? We should do the same thing. Tell them that Jesus died for them. Tell them that Jesus wants to change their life, to do the healing, to do the teaching work, to go out and do the disciples' work. A very, very important part of being a follower of Jesus and understanding what life with Jesus is truly about is, number one, doing the disciples' work work doing what they did what does it sound like it doesn't start there how do we emulate that what do we say how do we do it the second part of the teaching I say is this number two don't distort the message so we got to go out and we got to do the disciples work yes but we have to be mindful not to distort the message don't distort the message. In verses 3 and 4 in that section, Jesus tells his disciples as they're going to go out, he gives them this instruction. Don't take a walking stick. Don't take a traveler's bag. Don't take food or money or even a change of clothes. Wherever you go, stay in the same house until you leave. 
He's telling them, disciples, keep the message pure. Keep it pure. Make the main thing the main thing. Don't worry about money. Don't bring money with you. Don't bring a change of clothes. Don't bring food. Don't bring a traveler's bag. None of that stuff. Just go with a message. Don't distort the message. Don't distract from the message. Right? Just go. There's people out there that say, oh, God wants you to be rich. And that's how they're bringing the message for people to come to God. That's not what Jesus says. He says, don't bring anything. Just bring the message and the work. Tell people about what I did. Tell people about who I am. People are out there saying God wants to make them rich. And sometimes they're making promises that God's going to do this and God's going to do that. Church, let's not make promises on God's behalf, especially ones that we can't keep. Right? God is incredible. And truth is, sometimes we get in the way of other people's faith because we make promise that God will do something for them or that he'll heal someone. And we promise that they'll see that healing on this side of heaven. And we promise that God's going to prosper them, etc., etc. We get in the way when we distort the message of the good God who died on the cross for their sin and wants to know them and wants to love them. Simple as that. Now, we should certainly tell our own personal testimonies and stories of people that we know, the stories that we have witnessed from them being faithful with their giving or them witnessing healing. But we shouldn't promise that someone else will receive the same healing specifically because we don't know that. God has different plans for different people's lives. And sometimes we get in the way because we say that our miracles are going to be their miracles. And that's not necessarily true. God is the one who chooses what he will and won't do for someone on this or that side of heaven. So let other people around you embrace the truth of God. And let's let them feel the presence of God and experience their own personal miracles from God and have their own personal testimonies from God. Let him be their God personal to them and for them. Let them find out the miracles that he's going to do in their life, church. When we're going out there and we're building community and we're telling people about this amazing life that Jesus has to offer, like when Jesus said, told his disciples, go out there and tell them about the life that I offer. But don't distort the message. Don't bring money. Don't bring clothes. Don't bring anything. Just go with the message. And whatever happens, happens. Right? So for us, let's not distort the message. Let's make sure we do the disciples' work. And number three, when we do that, we let the chips fall. Jesus says, number three, dust your feet from their fate. Dust your feet from their fate. He says this in those last two verses in Luke chapter nine, verse five and six. If a town refuses to welcome you, he's talking to his disciples, shake its dust from your feet as you leave to show that you have abandoned those people to their fate. And so they began on their circuit of villages, preaching the good news and healing the sick. Church, we are not responsible for the decisions that other people make or for other people's fate. We're not. People determine their own fate, church. 
And so this piece right here, this teaching from Jesus should give us peace. That you know what, as long as we are a faithful church who is doing the disciples' work, who is going out there and sharing his message, and we're not distorting his message, whatever happens, happens. There's going to be a, a lot of people who accept the goodness of God and want to do life with him, but there are going to be people, church, who reject that and say, no, I don't want to live life with Jesus and push him aside. And for them, God doesn't make people choose him. He doesn't. He wants them to choose him. For sure he does. But he allows them to make their own decision. So if we do the work and we don't distort the message, then we let the chips fall as they may. Because truth is, if people don't want to do life with God, then they're choosing to do life without him. They are choosing to do life without him. They're missing out. And if they want to miss out, God lets them miss out. And if they want to spend eternity not in the presence of God, God gives them what they want. God doesn't send people away to spend eternity away from him. People choose it themselves. People choose it by saying, no, I don't want to do life with Jesus. And Jesus was warning his disciples, when you go out, I want you to go out and do my work. I want you to deliver my message. I want you to tell people how incredible I am, how much I love them, what I'm going to do for them, the miracles I've done. I don't want you to distort the message in any way. Just make it pure. Make it plain. And do healings and do work on my behalf. No money, no nothing. And when you do that, if people reject you when you come, you deliver that incredible, good message, the good news. Shake the dust off your shoes. Dust your feet from their fate. Church for us, I pray that we're a church full of people who are doing God's work. Who are doing what we see in his Bible. Telling stories about his goodness, his faithfulness. Telling our stories, sharing of his work in our life, his faithfulness, the healings that we've experienced. All of those incredible things. Sharing that with everybody that we know. I pray that we're a church full of people like that. Telling everybody we love and care about, about his incredible plan for their lives and what we've seen and witnessed. And I hope that our message is pure, church, instead of making it about other things that it's not. It's not about God making us rich. It's not about necessarily God healing us. We may not see the healing on this side of heaven. That's okay. It's about us being faithful to God, who's been incredibly faithful to us. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's, not, it's just about him. It's about me and him. And it's about you and him. That's it. Church. And we, when we make our lives about just doing that, simply about that, we can have a clear conscience. Church. Knowing that we did all that we could to tell the story about what life with Jesus is all about that we lived our lives and gave our lives to help people understand truly what life with Jesus is all about. The love of Christ is all about. You know what? When they rejected it, we shook the dust off of our shoes. Because whether it's sand in our shoes, church, or it's dust, sometimes we just got to shake it off. And I love sandy beaches. 
just as much as the next person does. Love summer. Love thinking about the beach and sand. But when it comes to sharing our faith, just like the beach and sand sometimes, the best thing we need to do is shake it off. (laughs) So as we wrap up this service and as we start thinking about communion, the sacrifice that Jesus Christ made for us, as we do that, as you think about that, think about that as we're applying this, as we're saying we want to go out there, church, and do the disciples' work, as we want to keep that message pure and not distort the message, and as we want to dust off our feet from their faith. Let's thank God for what he did for us. Let's be humble and grateful for what he did for us so that when we go out there and we share his message, we have a grateful attitude because we remember his sacrifice, his body that he gave for us, his blood that he shed for us. And he did it for so many other people. Let's go out there and boldly tell everybody that we know about that great love and that great sacrifice. And as we wrap up the message and as you you know, take elements that remind you of his body, right? Whether it be bread, a cracker, or a chip. Whether you take, and when you take elements that remind you of his blood, right? Wine, juice, water, soda. You take that, you remember the sacrifice that Jesus did for us. The price that he paid. And also, as you give, you give with a grateful heart. You give with a generous heart. Because we follow a generous God who gave literally everything for us, church. And so thank you so much for giving. And you can give right now. I encourage you to. You can text to give. You can give online on the website. You can give live on the weekend, on Sundays. So many different ways to give. But I encourage you to continue to give and continue to be generous and faithful with your finances. And with every part of your life. Because Jesus was faithful and generous to us with every part of our lives. We only have what we have because God is faithful to us. And it's because of your generous gifts that we're able to go out into the community and serve our community and feed people and clothe people and do the incredible, amazing work outside of these church walls that we're able to. So thank you. And as we wrap up this message that's about beaches and sandy beaches, just think about this again. Whether it's sand in our shoes or it's dust, sometimes we just need to shake it off, church. Would you pray with me? Father, thank you so much. Thank you so much for what you've done for us. Thank you so much for your sacrifice for us, for the life that you gave, for the instructions that you gave. That paints a blueprint for us. We can go to your word and see exactly what your disciples did. And we can do the disciples' work. God, I pray that we would. And we can go out there and hear how you said, don't take anything with you but the message. Just don't distort my message. It's not about money. It's not about anything. It's just about me and you. pray we wouldn't distort that message when we share it with people. God. And I pray so many people will come to know exactly what life with you is all about because of our stories because of our sharing but for those who don't and who reject it God I pray that we wouldn't take it too much to heart because that's not our responsibility to determine their fate I pray that we would shake the dust from our shoes I pray we would live the truth of your words and apply these three things to our life this week to our family to our friends 
as we go out into the world and we go out and make disciples. We tell people about you and how incredible you are, God. We thank you and love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us this week on Life with Impact. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Life with Impact. And to watch the full virtual service, make sure to check us out on YouTube at Impact CC. Have a great week.